Welcome to the OT Coaches Podcast. This is a podcast designed for occupational therapists that are interested in transitioning into the field of life coaching and also designed for those OTs interested in incorporating basic coaching skills into their therapy sessions. We will be discussing basic coaching principles, answer frequently asked questions regarding coaching competencies, training, and certification. We will also be interviewing guests that are using coaching strategies in their practice and will meet amazing OTs that have started their own businesses as coaches. The purpose of this podcast is to educate, inspire, and empower occupational therapists who are interested in the field of personal and professional coaching to expand their scope of practice and to reach into all aspects of occupational therapy. If you are an OT and you're interested in coaching, this is your podcast. Welcome. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the OT Coaches Podcast. Uh, in today's episode, we're going to be discussing the differences between OT mentoring and OT coaching. Um, so again, just to clarify, the there's a lot of us out there that are occupational therapists that are doing coaching. And the term coaching sort of encapsulates many different types of ways that we provide our services, right? So like, for example, I am a ICF certified coach. I have a, a background in, you know, I was trained in actually doing life coaching, right? So that's one type of coaching. Then there's a skills-based coach where you are, you know, an OT and you're using your skills and background uh, in the framework of, you know, coaching around all the different occupations that you might, you know, be interested in or passionate about. Um, you could be um, a consultant and using your skills as a consultant, right? Um, or, and last, you could be using your skills as a mentor. So the word mentoring and coaching is very often used interchangeably. And it's not wrong to do that, right? Like, you know, there's a lot of overlap. There's a lot of w ways that we are, um, you know, coaching and mentoring are very similar. They're very, you know, used interchangeably. Um, but what on today's episode, what I want to do is really go over the real differences between, you know, what actually is coaching and what is mentoring. Um, because the, the, the bottom line is there's opportunities for each area, right? So if you are um, an OT and you're interested in mentoring, there's tons of opportunities in that space. Um, and then if you're an OT and you're interested in actually doing traditional life coaching, there's tons of opportunities in that space. So what I want to do today is talk about the differences. So we're going to talk about similarities and overlaps of coaching and mentoring. We're going to talk about the distinctions and the differences between coaching and mentoring. And we're going to talk about the opportunities and limitations of coaching and mentoring. So let's get started. So the first, let's talk about the similarities, right? So both mentoring and coaching are all about inspiring change, inspiring growth. Um, they both require excellent listening skills and excellent observation skills. Um, both coaching and mentoring are also based on a foundation of good chemistry and, you know, trust and respect. So in other words, if you're going to be a mentor uh, with clients, meaning you're the OT and you're giving mentoring services, or you're in the market to hire a mentor, in both of those examples, you want to have really good chemistry with the person that you're hiring or the person that's hiring you. Um, otherwise, it just doesn't work. Um, you know, there's certain aspects of 
what we do and and especially with a mentoring relationship and a coaching relationship it's you know there's some intimate things that can be discussed and in tender sort of heart you know things that can be discussed so you want to work with somebody that you trust that you feel comfortable with and that you have good chemistry with um because again in either situation very often vulnerabilities and insecurities can sort of you know surface and you absolutely want to be with somebody that can um make you feel comfortable um, and again, that's, that's a whole other conversation because sometimes you want somebody to push you a little bit, especially if it's a mentor, but you know, ultimately you want to make sure that there's chemistry with the person that you hire or the person that's hiring you. Um, next, as far as similarities, um, both, both mentoring and coaching will help you focus on helping another person achieve their goals, right? So they're literally hiring you, um, so you can help them move further down the line of whatever it is that they're about to achieve. Okay. So your main role is to help them achieve their goals. Um, both mentoring and coaching use resources and tools to enhance learning. Both mentoring and coaching are strengths based. Both allow for, um, self-awareness and self-reflection. Um, and obviously both are very beneficial to your personal and professional development. And we're speaking in terms of, again, some of you are listening and you are listening from the space of your own career where you could create a side hustle, where you could create a business, where you can be the one to go out and be a mentor or a coach. Um, and some of you may be listening from the space of your next move strategically in your career, meaning you're going to hire a coach. You're, you're out to like find somebody to work with you as a mentor or a coach. So this is a great episode to just, again, listen, as you listen, I encourage you to listen from both standpoints, from the standpoint of how can you utilize this information to craft your own trail in your own career, meaning moving forward, meaning you are the one that's coaching or mentoring. Um, and then vice versa, where you are the one receiving coaching or mentoring. Okay. So let's talk about the um, OT coaches as a mentor, right? So right now we're going to talk about what is mentoring because it, it really is different from coaching. Um, and this is where we're going to get into the weeds of um, what is the dif difference because we know that similarities now. Though let's talk about the differences. So mentoring essentially is based on your experience, your knowledge, and your skills. So the concept of mentoring is you're really coaching around the things that you've already done, the areas where you have expertise. In other words, you personally have been through it, right? You've been there, you've done that, um, and you're the role model. You are somebody that is teaching, you're instructing, you're guiding, you're showing somebody else how to do what you've done. And a lot of it, it stems from basically, you know, advice giving and, and guidance of like, hey, do this, don't do that. Use this system, use this template. This is what I did. It really worked. Don't make the same mistakes I did. Here, do, do this, right? So with a mentorship, the concept is you're, you're basically working with somebody as, as your role model. Like they've done what you want to do, right? Um, with the mentoring relationship, it tends to be hierarchical, meaning somebody with more experience is teaching somebody with less experience, kind of like an apprentice, right? Um, if you think of, you know, the examples I usually use are like business coaches, 
like, again, hiring somebody that's got more experience in business, right? Or an entrepreneurial coach where you're hiring somebody that's made it, you know, they've made it as an entrepreneur and you want to learn to do what they've done. So now you're going to do entrepreneurial stuff. So you hire that person, right? Um, other, you know, famous examples of mentorship are just what we've all experienced in school, right? Like clinical mentorships where you're on your internship and you're working with a clinical instructor um, or you're working as a therapist and there is, you know, a practice area of specialization. Like you might have a mentor that has expertise in certain areas like pediatrics or brain injury or hand therapy or something. And they're teaching you. That's a, a very classic example of a mentor. Um, and then in the coaching world, again, from a standpoint of you being the coach, right? If you've personally been through something, like, you know, you say you are a parent of a special needs child, right? You happen to be an OT, but you're also a parent of a special needs child. And then you become a special needs coach for other parents that have children that have special needs, right? Um, or you have survived cancer. You might've been a you know breast cancer survivor or lymphoma cancer survivor or something like that. Or you have some sort of a chronic illness as an OT and you are now coaching other OTs or other people around that chronic illness. That's a great example of mentoring because again, you're basically stemming most of the content of what you're talking about based on your own personal experience. Okay. Um, with mentoring, again, there's a real focus with both coaching and mentoring. There's a focus on moving forward, right? You want to bring the person forward in the, in the entire process, right? Um, but with coaching, it's a little bit different and I'll talk about that in a minute, but with mentoring, it's all about moving forward, right? Um, and mentoring can be a very long-term relationship. Sometimes when you're working with a mentor, you can work with a mentor for a few months or you can work with a mentor for years or decades, um, especially in the world of coaching and entrepreneurship and business, you know, we're working with a coach in business. Um, your mentor is always going to be a little bit ahead of you, right? And you can literally work with that person for decades um, and uh, they can just be continually teaching you things, right? Um, but here's the interesting thing. Um, if you are working with a mentor, again, the, the whole world is about, it's about moving forward, right? It's about moving forward, do what I did, do this, don't do that, right? Um, and what happens a lot of times is um, with a mentor, they get frustrated if you don't do the homework, right? Like in other words, if a mentor says, do these assignments, this is what I want you to work on next, do your homework, and you go and then you don't do it, okay? Generally what happens is a mentor will start to get frustrated with you. They'll get, you know, like basically like don't waste my time. Like if you're going to work with me and you want to do my program or you want to work with this, you know, this way that I did it, you know, follow my lead and don't waste my time. So if you don't do the homework, that's not good, right? Um, where with a coaching relationship, we're going to talk about that next. With a coaching relationship, if you don't do the homework, that's great content to really get into like, okay, what happened? Like, what, why didn't you do the homework? Like, what got you stuck? Where, what are you saying to yourself? Like, like, so a coach is more about the, you know, the underneath the surface of like, what the heck is going on that you are not doing the homework, right? You say you want this, but you're not doing it. So let's talk about that. And that's, that's basically coaching. And we're going to talk about that next, but essentially the biggest things with mentoring is it's based on the mentor's experience your own knowledge, your own skill set, okay? Um, and the other thing, the big thing is there's no qualifications to be a mentor. 
right? You don't need any extra special training or extra special certifications. Why? Because you're basically using your own life experience to do it. Um, you know, it's so funny, guys. My uh, I'm doing this podcast and the guy that mows the lawn is like outside and it's ridiculous. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but it's so loud in my house. But you know what? I don't care. We're going to keep moving forward um, because I don't want to be um, focusing on having things be perfect. We're just going to keep moving forward. But I'm going to pause just for a second to close my window. So hold on one second. Okay, I don't know if that makes a difference, but we'll try. Okay, so let's talk about life coaching now. So with um, OT as a life coach, okay, this is not based on experience, right? This is only based on some sort of, you know, International Coach Federation, which is ICF, accreditation um, on training. So a traditional life coach is trained to coach anyone on any topic at any time, okay? And remember, life coaching is always about coaching the person, not the problem. You've heard me say this before. Where mentoring, again, it's more about the process, right, of just, you know, passing on experience, passing on knowledge, passing on skills, uh, where life coaching is you're really about that person, like that person's growth. Um, And mentoring is to a degree, but not, not, not the way uh, life coaching is. Okay. Um, with life coaching, um, you're focusing on teaching another person how to learn where mentoring is you're, you're teaching someone, you're showing someone, you're guiding someone, right? Where coaching is you're teaching the person how to learn by asking them questions, making observations, um, helping them to connect the dots, right? And again, a really good mentor also has these skills. I want to be clear on that. Um, but with life coaching, it really, again, is more about like the life coach does not have your answers. The life coach is not taking you through any kind of a process, any sort of template. They're not handing you a solution. They're helping you figure out your own process, your own solutions, what's going to work for you. Um, with coaching also the, um, it's an equal partnership, right? Like it's not hierarchical because the coach is holding space for you to bring out your best, right? The coach may have the same exact credentials, the same exact experience, but from a coaching standpoint, they're not there teaching you how to do it their way. They're helping you to figure out how to do things your way. Okay. For, so for example, I am an OT. I'm also a coach. I'm certified as a coach, but when I work with other OTs that also want to be coaches, I'm not mentoring them in the space of like, Hey, do what I do. I'm focusing on, okay, like what worked for me might not work for other people, right? Like, I don't know what's going to work for you. So it's really about asking the right questions and, and getting the person to figure out what their answers are. Um, with coaching too, this is really great. And this is one of the biggest distinctions. While yes, the the conversations are always about moving things forward, okay, with coaching specifically, the focus is on getting somebody unstuck, right? So what does that mean? That means that, again, same example of the scenario earlier is if you are working with a coach or a mentor and and you're given homework, right? You're given an assignment. Um, With a mentoring relationship, very often, if you don't do the assignment, you know, that they'll give you a pass once in a while. But after a while, if there's a pattern, you're going to get fired. That mentor is going to fire you. They're going to be frustrated. You know, you're going to want your money back, like whatever. It, it sort of sets up this whole weird thing because you're not doing the work, right? 
Where with a coaching relationship, if you're not doing the work, there's usually a reason. Like something's going on under the surface. You might be scared. You might be stopped. You might have that whole, you know, imposter syndrome or fear or, you know, overwhelm or whatever's going on. Um, the thoughts in your head, the dialogue, the value system, so many different areas that we can start poking around to try to figure out, all right, what's really going on for you? Like what's, what's happening here that you're not doing the homework, right? Because coaching is more about unearthing like fears, habits, patterns, things like that. Um, the other thing is with coaching is it tends to be shorter term, meaning if you hire a life coach, like an OT as a life coach, right? Or any life coach for that matter. Um, obviously I'm biased because I am an OT. So I think all OTs should hire other OT coaches. Um, but if you hire any other life coach, right? Generally speaking, the relationship is short term. It's like a few months to maybe a few years. I personally have worked with clients up to a couple of years um, because they're working with and working through a very specific issue, right? So sometimes, yeah, it can be long-term, but more often than not, um, a coaching relationship is a few months to maybe a year or so, um, maybe a year and a half average, um, because it's helping you to work through a specific situation, like helping you to reach your goal in a specific area of your life, right? It could be your health, it could be your relationships, it could be your career as a therapist, it could be, you know, anything. But if there's a specific goal that you want to reach, there's usually a beginning and an end to working with a life coach. Um, I've personally never had clients that have worked with me for decades or 10 years, right? I've had the longest client I've had has been, I think, like two, three years. That's the longest client. Um, and usually after that, like whatever they were working on, they've reached their goal. They've gotten through the stuck points. They've gotten through the fears. They've moved on and they're ready to, you know, fly the nest and free, be free and, you know, fly like an eagle, if you will. <laughs> um, and the last thing is with a coaching relationship, if you're hiring a coach or you want to be a life coach, you absolutely positively want to be uh, a credit, you know, have some sort of ICF accredited credential and have specific training and certification and be qualified and competent to coach. So you'll hear me say this many times, but if you're an occupational therapist, yes, there's a, there's a level of all OTs are natural coaches. So yes, embrace that a hundred percent. All OTs are genuinely natural coaches. Okay. However, if you're using OT coaching, consulting, you know, skills-based coaching, mentoring, all that. Absolutely not. You do not need to have an ICF credential. Not at all. Okay. But if you want to really have massive opportunities in all areas of working, not just in the medical model, not just in the educational model, like meaning working in hospitals or schools or whatever, if you really want to break out, um, I highly encourage you to consider getting trained by an ICF accredited school and earning your credential and moving forward with that, because that's when the doors really start to bust open. That's when you can start doing corporate stuff and bringing OT into all areas of the world, not just medical, right? So um, let's talk about the limitations and the opportunities of both coaching and mentoring. So um, again, there's no wrong way to coach, right? So if you're a coach and you want to mentor or you want to consult or you want to do skills-based, all good stuff, Okay. Um, with mentoring specifically, because that's what today's episode is about, um, with mentor type coaching, you're only going to coach around the areas that you have specific experience and specific knowledge 
right? So that's awesome. Like if you have tons of knowledge with a certain area, you can certainly coach around that, but that's where it becomes a limit at the same time. Because if you're only coaching the things that you know, you're not going to be able to coach in a greater work field, meaning like going into corporate or, you know, earning the ICF credential. Like you're usually with a corporate level coaching, you have to have some sort of an ICF credential, right? And going into different areas and different arenas, they like a lot of companies like to see that you've been trained in the, in the aspects of, um, like the credentials and the competencies of the ICF, which again is International Coach Federation. Um, one of the other limits of uh, with life coaching is it's very challenging to create like a how-to program, right? Like, so in other words, with, with mentor coaching, there's a lot of mentor coaches out there that are also business coaches. They might have created programs online where they're like, oh, you know, I have this online revenue stream and I did it and I'm gonna teach you how to do it. Um, or they've built a business and they're teaching other folks how to build a business, right? All amazing things. Um, and those types of programs do really well with like how to, right? Oh, here's five steps or eight steps or this many modules to like figure out how to do what I did, right? It's like a module, it's a system, right? So the limitation with life coaching, which is exactly what I do, and I can absolutely speak to this because it's one of my greatest limitations, is it's a lot harder to create a do-it-yourself program or a how-to program. Why? Because every single person is so uniquely and exquisitely different from every other person. There is an old saying, um, when I used to do like traditional OT, I used to work in a, in a hand area where we do splints, right? And we'd give splints to patients and there used to, used to be a saying like, you know, oh, one size fits all, right? But we used to say when it came to splinting or positioning or any kind of, you know, DME thing, it was one size fits none. Like one size fits all splint actually fit nobody. Not one person did it fit correctly because it was either too big, too small, like whatever. Um, and that is very often with um, life coaching is I I've, I have personally lots of ideas to create different programs, but I think to myself, well, if I created a general program, it would be very general, but it probably wouldn't fit everybody because one size fits none, right? So the good and the bad is with mentoring, yeah, you're coaching around your own limit, you know, whatever you've got knowledge in, um, and you can create a how-to program. It's a great, right? It's a great opportunity. Um, with life coaching, you have more opportunities to work because if, with that ICF credential, it opens up tons and tons of doors in all kinds of industries, right? Um, but the downside is it's a little bit harder to create some sort of a how-to program, right? Um, so that's that's basically, you know, the the pros and the cons of, uh, of you know, continuing to work as a mentor, starting out as a mentor, as a skills-based coach, as a consultant, starting out with that, um, and then eventually adding the ICF credential will absolutely open doors for you. And not saying it's not possible to create an, a how-to program. I'm sure that it is. It's just a little bit more challenging again, because every person is unique. Every single person is so exquisitely different that it's very hard to find some sort of a, you know, a program that's going to fit every single person's needs. So, um, so the last few things I want to talk about is, you know, just some takeaways, right? So from this episode, these are the things I might in my heart, I want you to leave with. So if you personally are interested in creating your own brand, of OT coaching, right? Again, you've got experience, you've got knowledge, right? 
Do not let anything stop you. So in this very moment, you literally can create any kind of a side business, any kind of a side hustle with what you know right this very minute. You do not need one more course. You don't need one more credential. You need nothing else. In this very moment, take an inventory of all the things you love, all the things that you're passionate about, all the things that interest you, all the things that you're curious about, and ask yourself, how could I create a side hustle knowing what I know now? Nothing should stop you. If you want to create your own brand of what you're doing out there in the world, in this very moment, you have everything that you need to do that right now, okay? Um, secondly, if that's what you want to do, find somebody right now that's already doing it, okay? We are living in amazing times right now as occupational therapists um, because there's all kinds of OTs out there building different businesses, becoming entrepreneurs, becoming business owners, working in different sectors, not just medical, right? Not just medical. So find somebody that's doing what you want to do and hire them. Take their program. Learn from them. They've done it. Like you can learn from them. There's so much. And I love to see all of us like hiring each other because like there's so many amazing OTs out there that are doing such cool things. So if you are in the market for a mentor, hire a mentor. Okay. If you know what you want to do and you can see yourself clearly doing what you want to do, go hire a mentor, go hire somebody that's already doing that and just get started. Okay. And then the last thing is if in this moment you're stuck, you're stopped, you're floundering, or you're scared, or you have no idea where to start, like you're so overwhelmed, you you don't even know where to start, okay? Or if you're working as an OT right now in some sort of a traditional setting, and you're like, eh, I'm not that happy, I kind of like don't see myself doing this forever, but I'm kind of stuck, okay? And you're really like sort of not sure what to do, or you're scared, or you've got obstacles or issues to work out, and you're sort of far away from the goal of leaving your job because you have so many things to sort out. You're not even sure. Your next step is to hire a certified and credentialed life coach because a life coach is trained on getting you unstuck. If you are stuck, if you're not moving farther fast enough, your next step is to hire a life coach. Okay. Um, and a really good coach, and this is important, no matter who you hire, a very good life coach is going to make you feel safe is going to make you feel supported. They're going to find, you know, provide the space for you to help you figure out your next steps. A really good coach is not going to give you advice. They're not going to tell you what they did. They're not going to hand you some off the shelf plan. Okay. That some expectation of you doing certain levels of homework and whatever in a certain amount of time. And Okay. There's going to be not that that's not going to be the experience. Okay. A really good coach is going to make you feel safe supported, give you the space that you need and the time that you need to sort things out, figure things out, um, and help you come up with a plan that is uniquely perfect for you. So that is it for today's episodes. I hope you got a lot out of this. Um, and I will see you guys on the next episode. So thanks so much for listening. Thank you for listening to the OT Coaches Podcast. For more information, please visit seedsofchangecoaching.com or check out the OT Coaches Facebook group in Facebook. Thank you and make it a great day. Thank you.